In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. His Excellency alluded to the readings and the raising of the dead, in particular the seventh chapter of St. Luke. The raising of the dead is the young man, the young man who's the only child of a widow. The miracle is familiar to us. Ironically, familiarity is part of the story. Name is a little town. It's in the Jezreel Valley. So this is north in Israel. It's south of Cana, west of the Sea of Galilee. And further to the west in the Jezreel Valley, up on a prominent peak, is the town of Nazareth. In the middle of that valley, you would also see Mount Tabor, where the transfiguration took place. If I remember correctly, from, from the town of Nain, you can, you can look down the valley and see where Nazareth is. But from, from that distance... And at that height, looking down from Nazareth, I'm not sure you would be able to pick out the town of Nain. It's very small. When we think of the Lord's miracles, Is there anything more amazing than his raising the dead? Only happens a few times. Little girl, Lazarus. What's especially thought-provoking about this miracle performed in the little town of Nain, is that very close by in our Lord's hometown, he was not able to work many miracles for their lack of faith. There were a few sick people whom he cured. If there already were no rivalry between Nazareth and Nain. There certainly was after the people of Nazareth heard that our Lord raised the dead in that little nothing town when he did nothing of the sort in the town where he grew up. Those who have much will gain more. Those who have little will have little that they think they have taken away from them. Is there anyone in Nazareth who, having heard about all this, would realize, my goodness, we have been 
unable to be recipients of the grace of God for our lack of faith, we must be humbled and believe. Now, they probably will get angrier, more stubborn, and less disposed to God's grace. And those in name would be that much more overwhelmed, the few people who knew about it, that what, what great mercy of God that is, that is seen fit to bring such, such a miracle to our little place. And so as we, as we continue to pray for the church and discuss the church and do penance for our sins and, and do penance for the sins of others, we, we beg the Lord, let thy continual pity, O Lord, cleanse and defend thy church. And because it cannot continue in safety without thee, may it ever be governed by thy goodness. Those who were never close to the heart of the church, who never believed the teaching of Christ, have that much more reason to have contempt, bitterness, disdain. But the power of God is effective in those and for those who moved with pity trust, and have faith. Obviously, we make no mistake. Trust and have faith doesn't mean do nothing and be passive and expect someone else to come up with a solution. But really and truly, no matter what, to trust in Christ and to believe in him, to believe those who teach us the truth of Christ. It can happen all too easily that those who are overly familiar, like those in Nazareth, instead of growing closer to Christ, have less and less access to his heart. Not because Christ is different, but because they are. One thing to talk about prayers is another thing to pray. It's one thing to discuss teachings and beliefs. It's another thing to really believe. By the same token, it's one thing to talk about changes and reform. It's another thing change. And so we beg the Lord to make us not familiar with Christ, but to make us family. to draw us deeper into his heart. 
to give us that spirit of, of divine sonship that in obedience is quiet and goes to the slaughter as a lamb and with strength and power takes a cord and makes it a whip and cleanses the Lord's house. The heart of a son who loves those whom his father loves and dies for the salvation even when we were still sinners. And so really and truly, Lord, let thy continual pity cleanse and defend thy church, and because it cannot continue in safety without thee, may it ever be governed by thy goodness through our Lord Jesus Christ, thy Son, who lives and reigns with thee in the unity of the Holy Ghost, God, world without end. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.